Yo guys, what's happening? This is Lloyd Arusa here, all the way from Sydney, Australia, and you're listening to Albion Bin and Gone. You make sure you get listening, peeps, and when you do, you raise that roof. So just a couple of minutes left, Brighton have to hang on with 10 men, and here come Palace now. That's a nice pass into the area, need to get a shot away, there's the drive, oh it's crept in! Sensational 90th minute! Put Palace ahead for the first time in the game, with seconds remaining, surely. That's all three points for the visitors. Hello. Raise the roof. Raise that roof. Again, another intro <laughs> with a little tagline. Yep. Uh, why is he raising the roof? It was just a little goal celebration he had. Oh. He went like this. Uh, the yeah. uh, the audio and visual yeah. doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> raising I, the roof. I thought it was cleverer than that, in that no. I thought it was Lloyd raised the roof so. Mm, uh, no. Mm, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I I just, I, that, when I was like, why is he raising the roof? But it's just that. Yeah. Do many League One players have trademark, trademark so. things? Um, Gimmicks? We, uh, we're going to have to cover him at some point, but. We had Baz Savage for a bit, who had the moonwalk celebration, which um, Soccer AM really got on board with. Okay. Um, had, like, there's always like T-shirts printed and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we have to find a way of shoehorning him into an episode. Now, we were just talking uh, off air mm-hmm. about uh, 2008, 2009, what was it famous for? And we were mm-hmm. talking specifically about music, but... You saying that sentence just then, um, I think 2008 was fairly big for slogan t-shirts, actually. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say it was when Michael Jackson died. Was that around? No, that no. was 2009. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we can cover that at the yeah. end of this yeah. show. Um, yeah. I, I. It just sprung to mind. It's the kind of time um, that you saw more like am i bothered oh right yeah or um i I think t-shirts generally were quite in weren't they i mean hopefully they're always in i mean but (laughs) fashionable yeah fashionable or like you might go into Mm h&m and you find a garlic bread yes t-shirt yeah uh Trademark and and wandering into Topshop and you see uh, ACDC. Yeah. And then the 13-year-old wearing it, you ask, what's your favourite song? <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> thought this was a battery. Um, yeah, that's what I remember from around then. Yeah, it was very t- T-shirts was a thing. But you, you, were, you were asking about music specifically. Mm. So... Well, oh. just because of the 2004 one, we obviously had uh, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what other songs you played in 2004 now. Obviously, Maroon, played, Maroon 5. Yeah, we played some um, from pretty impressive covers. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh, was that when I told you about Brian McDermott? Or was that last that was week? La- that was last that was week. Last week. Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy the clip I sent you of Brian McDermott? I did, Reading yeah. manager <laughs> playing. It was really good. <laughs> a knock, knock, knocking <laughs> on heaven's door. Um, so, musically, mm. do you remember um, 
When particularly, well, most of his songs, uh, he did this. Eh, eh. Timberland? Timberland. Yeah. 2008, Timberland mm. ventured out from the producer chair yep. and yep. into our ears. Yes, with, in a big way. In a, in a big way, wearing a suit. Mm. Uh, and that, uh, that very, I suppose he had quite a, a defined sound. Mm. It's quite a dated sound now. Yeah, well, as in terms of the stuff he produced, or his, yeah, in, yeah, in terms of the stuff he well, produced. Well, you can you can tell straight away it's by him. Do you remember he did a Eurovision song one year, I think for Russia. Oh, and really? It, and it just sounded like every single. What was he doing messing around with Russia? They probably just paid him loads of money. Um, now, I didn't have this ready to go, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to play it off my phone. But you 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 you'll get the general idea. Yeah. That is 2008 right cool. there. Yeah. And I kind of feel like almost every song sounded like a little bit like that. Well, uh, yes. The other day, mm. um, my fiance and I, we went on a little drive because you're allowed to now. Yep. We crossed the threshold back into East Sussex again. Oh. We did. Wow. We, we went to um, a burger joint, Seven Bone Burger. Talked about that last episode. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So we, yeah. we went there. Yeah. Oh, that's how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and we, well, so we went in Mel's car and she she doesn't have the ability to listen to Spotify or whatever in the car. So okay. I um, popped my hand in for a lucky dip into my CDs at mm-hmm. the top, pulled out Nelly Furtado loose. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that album has dated like mm. I've never known an album to date before. Yeah. We just literally, it was skip, skip, oh. skip, skip. Can you remember any Nelly Furtado songs? Yeah, I Not mean, I'm, I'm like um, a bird. Yeah, well, one. I was I was thinking of the one with Timberland. Uh, the whole album's with Timberland. Oh, is it? Yeah. So a lot of it. Yeah, is, I can't remember any of it. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember what that big Nelly Furtado song. Promiscuous is. girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he Man Eater. That's another yeah. one, but not. I don't think on that. So basically, you know, it's on that album. Oh, they, right. Both of those. Uh, she'll sing it and then he kind of goes promiscuous girl yes. yeah. yeah with his very d- definite sound voice yeah so that is 2008 musically mm. um it wasn't a stellar period was it no not not particularly no, no. I, I don't know i wonder uh, I, i'm really racking my brains to think of anything notable music wise i wonder period. who won x factor was it matt cardle <laughs> <laughs> Good old Sussex by the sea. Good old Sussex by the sea. And we're going up to win the cup for Sussex by the sea. Were you a big fan of Matt Cardle? <laughs> um, I mean, he he probably was better than a lot of the other experts. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's uh, Alexandra Burke won 2008. Oh, mm. actually. So that is a bigger story than Matt Cardle mm. for sure. So we can cut this. <laughs> cut that there. Um, this is when uh, Hallelujah um, yep. by Leonard Cohen yep. and then also Jeff, Jeff Buckley, Buckley yeah. and Alexandra Burke were the top three uh, Christmas 
songs. All oh, right. So Alexandra Burke got the Christmas number one. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff Buckley was number two, and then the Cohen was number three. So the original was bottom of the pile. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So on the music front, mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to talk about last week, but I didn't really have the time, mm-hmm. was the DVD that you lent me. Yeah. With Dean Years. With Dean Years. Yeah. Now. What I didn't know is it's all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I have noticed is that they soundtrack mm-hmm. it quite interestingly, depending on what's happening with Brighton season. Yeah. So, we left off in a fairly abject position, yep. I guess. Definitely. Um. Now, this isn't the actual music they they put on the DVD because for copyright reasons, I actually can't take it. Um, but this is as good as okay. what they play. So, it will be like... And Brighton uh, have a run of form that sees them secure nine defeats out of ten. Yeah. But they'll play this off of the back. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. It'll be like a comedy of errors saw Colin Hawkins yeah. score an own goal. <laughs> and it feels to me like it's quite self deprecating. It's, yeah. it's totally undermines. Now, when things pick up, and we, you know, they are, mm-hmm. by all accounts. About to, yep. somewhat. What they play instead is this. They play it like it changes. Yep. And it's like they're all getting ready for a party. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes far to the other way. Yeah. Like Brighton have become a really cool team. <laughs> which... Well, I would have thought that a lot of the music they get off it is like just kind of skint yes. records, back catalogue kind of stuff. They just had lying around on the... <laughs> okay, so um, let's get straight into it. Yeah. Where were we last episode? We were... We left on the fact that Brian had just played um, in Leicester's kit. Yeah. And that it had kind of... Left Adams in a position kind of untenable, really. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of that his whole legacy is riding mm. on this season, in a way. Is that would you say so? Yeah. I mean, I'd say, uh, his general legacy as a Brian manager is definitely tarnished, unfortunately, by the second spell. Yes. Really. So, you're in a final with Luton Town. Yeah, well, the 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 southern it's essentially the semi-final. Yes. So it's yeah to get to the the main final, which is at Wembley. And um, you lose that. Yeah. So so Luton Town are bottom of League Two at this point. Um, they had had a points deduction, so it's a slightly slightly false position but they are bottom of league two 
and it was um this would have been not you know too long after Wembley opened so it'd be quite it's quite exciting to put our first kind of opportunity to play there it would have been it's it is a rubbish competition so it's kind of <laughs> yeah it's kind of like I would have preferred us to get there in another way and ended up being that our first appearance there was away at Tottenham when Tottenham, you know, Tottenham were playing yeah. in front of like 45,000 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was an opportunity to, uh, in a season that wasn't going very well, it was one positive that we had got quite far in this pointless competition that no one cares about. <laughs> so it's a shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go out the cup. Mm. Mickey's position is yep. is untenable really. Yeah, yeah. So uh he you know, he's given the boot. Yeah. At the little chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think Little Chef exists anymore, does it? I don't think so. I think so. they went out of business, yeah. No, probably not related no. to this. <laughs> yeah, on the uh A twenty three, little chef on the A twenty three. Wow. Think. Yeah. Why that? How? Why there? They they probably. I think Dick Knight did most of his manager sackings at uh, Topolino Italian restaurant in Hove. Um, the the Italian no, restaurant. No, no, a different one. <laughs> I feel like I keep saying to you, the Italian. You say no, no, a, a different. So the, did Dick the, Knight just love an Italian. Yeah, I mean the one where Vicente was signed. That's the only Brighton connection to that Italian restaurant. Right. Um, so there's obviously Donatello's, which who sponsored the kit mm. for a bit, and um, were generally quite linked. But for some reason, Dick Knight liked to sack managers at Topolino's on Church Road <laughs> over a bit of pasta. Yeah. Uh, to play that out, how does that go? So- it must be so awkward to be sacked over dinner, mustn't it? Yeah, it's it's. Should we have a look at the wine list now? Let's go straight to the main <laughs> yeah. course. Um, would you wait, if you were Dick Knight, mm. would you wait till a little bit of tiramisu at the end? Yeah, but I mean, the other guy knows what's happening, doesn't he? But does he? Like, so. I, I guess it probably depends on how often them going they go out, out for, dinner. for dinner. Yeah. Maybe there's some deal. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, like, you know, first. First of all, you're in there, you probably get a glass of red. Mm. Maybe order a minestrone soup. <laughs> okay. Oh, not. Would you not have that? No. Oh, I always so I am, if, when I'm an Italian, I am white bait for starter. Right. I love a bit of white bait. And then... Pizza or pasta? Always pizza. Yeah. I can make pasta myself. That's exactly what... Um, one of my good friends, Jack, says he lived in Italy and he okay. said never, ever have pasta in a restaurant yeah. because you can do it at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you were to to go there with the intention to sack someone, mm-hmm. surely you've got to do wine and dine them first and then say, and the other news is yeah. you've not got work tomorrow. Yeah. Or <laughs> Don't come in do tomorrow. you say, Look, it's not going to work out. Do you want yeah. some pepperoni? You can go if you want, but I will buy you dinner also if you want, because you're going to be skint in the yeah. minute. So. It's, yeah. It's a f- 
But then the other guy might just absolutely take the mick and get like real expensive steak, champagne. And then still demand mm. 30 million. Yeah. In this, in today's yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I don't think um, Mickey Adams is getting that. But no. Yeah. Um, okay, so another clip for you. Mm -hmm. Bob Booker and Dean White took charge of the next match. The absence of Adams, a shock for the players. I remember we was going to bust a Millwall away and no one knew uh, until we got on a bus um, to travel down there on a Saturday morning. And it was a funny feeling, especially going into, into a big game where we needed three points. Very much underlines your belief that this is pre-internet. Yep. <laughs> Imagine finding out, oh, where's, where's the gaff? <laughs> Not coming in. Not coming in today, but we've got a game. <laughs> no, no, he had an Italian last night. <laughs> Not on Church Road, was it? <laughs> um, yeah, that's mad. mad. Absolutely they, but they mad. found out at the game that, man, yeah. Who took the game? Uh, Big Bobby Booker. It might have been Big Bobby Booker. Uh, there's Dean White. Dean White was he was always around. I think he I think he was the assistant manager actually. Dean White. Okay. So, what's the plan? There's no manager. Mm -hmm. You lose the game. I think so. Do you lose yeah, the game? I'm not sure. Um, and in comes Russell Slade. Yes. Sladey. We love Russell Slade. Who doesn't love Russell Slade? He, he seems like a... Actually, one thing that's quite interesting is that on on Football Manager, I ended up having a really big falling out with Russell Slade. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's because uh, uh, he was managing a team that had loaned a player to me and I wasn't playing him enough and he ended up going to the press about it. Russell Slade. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh well, the virtual Russell Slade yeah. saying it's horrible. Yeah. We and it, it literally is permanently on there that me and Russell Slade have a, had a really bad relationship. Was that part of the algorithm that Russell Slade would fall out with whoever played possibly, the game? Possibly, possibly. Maybe. Right. Again, pause this pod and subscribe to our new pod playing <laughs> Playing football manager to see if Russell Let's Slade say falls out of you. I'll work out a different title. Um, so yeah, I, my uh, memories of Russell Slade are that I just enjoy him popping up in the FA Cup. Yeah, he's always managing. So he's lower league, really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, kind of works his miracles there, doesn't he? Pretty much. I mean, he's he's generally done a pretty like a good job at most clubs he's been at. Very bald. Yes. Happy bald though. Yeah. Not, doesn't yeah. look angry. No. He's really happy. He's he's comfortable with it. He's made his peace. So he is firmly in the relegation zone. Yep. Um, how many games to go? Still quite a few. Um, I, uh, I can't remember. Um, n not a colossal amount. Um. So Russell Slade himself mm -hmm. described him his own ability as usually it takes me a while to get going. Yeah. So that's, that's honest. Yeah, doesn't bode well though. No. Imagine telling the fans that, thanks <laughs> for having me. It might not work out. It might take a while. Um, and on top of that, the, his two main strikers are injured. Yep. 
So, what does he do? What What's the master plan? So, um, I think, actually, Lloyd Owusu had been brought in on loan in the interim period between the two managers. So, I think Russell Sade actually missed the January transfer window. I think he was actually brought in after the transfer window closed. So, we kind of had to make a few signings with no manager, basically. Okay. It's kind of like anyone who fancies a game type thing. Um, Lloyd Abusu was at Cheltenham Town. Yeah. Um, and they uh, had some financial problems and needed to get some of their higher earners off the off the wage bill. Okay. Um, he, he had had a really good career, really. Um, he scored goals for quite a few teams. Um, and he, I think he's always one of those strikers that you would have, I would have seen him play against Brighton probably about fifteen times. Is one of those strikers that just is always playing for a different club, and it's oh yeah, Lloyd Abuse is playing, um, and but he was like late thirties at this point. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, and his strike partner was uh, Gary Hart, another veteran. Yep. So he he had been at Brighton since they they were playing at Gilliam. So. He it would have been about ten years at Brighton by this point, ish. Um, he was a winger. He wasn't a striker, um, and it was he was a pretty decent winger in his prime. But this was definitely past his prime, uh, and he was you know he he, he was a very hard working player. So I think that was what they just shoved him up front for a bit of effort and harassing defenders that kind of stuff. Okay, so. Uh, he loses his first two games. Yep. As per his prediction. Yep. Slow starter. Yep. <laughs> Again, imagine that he, if he's like that throughout his life, mm. as if you know, his love making, for example, that love. Uh, you know, the first ten times won't be that good, but after all, after that's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be. I promise you, eventually, you will love me. We'll get. We'll get Gary Hart in. We'll sort it out. Yeah, he's a workhorse. <laughs> Um, and then a five nil win against Yeovil Town. Yep, a, a club you I would imagine Russell Slade would would manage. That, that was his. I think that's where he made his name. Actually, was yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah. Remember that again from yeah. FA Cup. Yep. Probably they got drawn against someone in the yeah. Premier League, and yeah. Russell Slade appears and is a name, and therefore becomes yeah the Russell Slade we know. Yeah. Um. Doesn't really get going from there because he ne- he loses for, no sorry he goes four games without a win yeah and uh, the fans kind of decide relegation's inevitable mm-hmm. but that's against MK Dons yeah 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 okay yeah I think that was the game where I think most fans were like yeah this is not this is going to take some a considerable turnaround at this point and where were you at personally at this moment um, I, my memory of this kind of run-in was that, um, I had, uh, I'd kind of come back down to Brighton and, uh, me and a couple of friends, basically at that period where you kind of finish uni and you're kind of wondering what on earth to do with your life kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we had, we ended up just kind of probably listening to the games on, on radio together. Wow. Yeah. 
Radio 5 Live. No, it's, it's no, probably, probably not. BBC Sussex. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, around this time, uh, well, I looked over again earlier mm-hmm. and my my main thing to report was that I was dressing like somebody's uncle. <laughs> okay. So I was wearing like um, a fairly like baggy but dress shirts okay. underneath sleeveless jumpers. Right, okay. Like like Ned Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that was my main take home from um two thousand and eight nine. Yeah. And I've got some photos. Okay. I love to see them. Yeah. I will I will pop and I'll pop them up for everybody yeah. uh, to see. That and that's how I celebrated my twenty first birthday. Was I th- that wasn't was that a thing then? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. It was a bit of experimenting. I, I don't... I mean... I'll show you. So, I've got a few to show you, actually. Go on. Look, um, as I mentioned, there's the uh, the dress shirt and... Yeah, okay. Sleeveless combo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's not awful, sure. Isn't yeah, it? I'm not sure what you're doing there. Uh, what you're kind of going for to go with it is like the hair's like slick and yeah, straight. You do look a bit like an uncle. And when when not you know dressed down, I went for a more of a quite scary, almost looking like mm. Johnny Vegas and Peter Kay matched yeah. like matched together. That cardigan is horrific. Yeah, that cardigan. That was the kind of the colour of Top Man back in the day. Yes, yeah. Very, very blue. Yeah. It's around the time of In Between Us, isn't it? Is that right? 2008? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. I also saw myself as a bit of the the dorm hairdresser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fair to say... Is this, still fa- in, is this still in Christian Hall? This is Christian They're Hall. They're probably being too nice to tell you anything different, aren't they? Aesthetically, it's not my best time. No. I was going to say, you're, you're generally quite fashionable. So that does surprise me that you... <laughs> yeah. I'm sat in, actually, underneath this jumper, all Adidas tracksuit. Okay. I'm not sure if that's fashionable. It probably well, is now. Casual wear, isn't it? There you go. And again... Hmm... I mean, it was the era of straightened hair, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Did you ever straight? No, there's no way you straightened your hair. Not really much. Yeah. I, well, my hair isn't really curly, so there's not really much point. But sometimes it's worth it, you know. Mm. Um, we also just spoke that it was, we were trying to remember some things, so that mm. it was a dark night. Yeah. So I've got pictures of me dressed up as the Joker at the, the same okay. sort of time. Yeah. Um, so Heath Ledger died that year, wasn't it? And Barack yeah. Yeah. At this point in the season has just become the president. Yes. Yeah. Inaugurated in January two thousand nine, yeah. Um back so when adults ran countries. I well oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, we've got one again now. Well in, Ameri- in America. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh wow. No. <laughs> no. Uh, um so probably because of Barack, yeah. things started picking up. Yeah. Yeah, the world's turning around. Um, maybe Russell Slade was a, a big fan of uh, his 
Yeah, Barack Obama's fiscal policies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, got motivated off the back of that. Because it's a global financial crisis as well. Yes. So the, we're in the end, end times of new labour. It's probably why uh, he had to use a little chef, actually, Dick Knight. Yeah, yeah, recession, isn't it? Yeah. You're not going to Topolino's anymore. No way, no. Just choose something off. Tell you what, choose something to go. Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> oh, the little chef's actually, it was quite American, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I think it's an attempt at American, yeah. Did you ever go? I um, I did on, so my 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 granny and granddad used to take me and my cousin on holiday to Cornwall. Nice. Um, when we were, when we were you know, pretty young. And, uh, yeah, so you used to go on the way there. Um, and I think that, that was it. I think that's the only time I ever went to one. I, I think I remember one Sunday lunch after church. Mm. Uh, popped a little chef. So there was one on a, on a roundabout. Okay. Um, actually, this is this we could have this chat afterwards, but on by Burger King in Little Hampton. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, email in if you've been to it, <laughs> Little Chef. Kind of opposite body shop, isn't it? Yes. Ish, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel like they this could be complete making it up. They were one of the first places I knew of to do pancakes at breakfast time. Uh yeah. That kind. Yeah. It was that kind. So of place, wouldn't have been it? a thing in England at all, would it? No. Uh, but pressing matters. Yep. Um. Okay. So that you get a two-one. Win away at Hereford. Yep. There's a glimmer of hope. Yep. Six games remaining. Mm-hmm. And Brighton are eight points from safety. Let's come back and finish off the season high after this break. Cool. That break. <laughs> What better way to celebrate a 2-1 win away at Hereford? With just a few people. Yeah. So, yeah, Lloyd Awusu scored in that game. And the other the other goal was, a, I'd say, one of the worst overhead kick goals you'll ever see. It was kind of like one of the ones that just kind of like fall back and loops in um, from Tommy Fraser. Um, yeah, that, that I'd say that started the turnaround for that game. Okay. Um, slight spanner in the works. Come up against uh, Swindon Town. Mm-hmm. Um, a three-two loss. Yep, I think I think they were kind of pushing for promotion though, so it wasn't that bigger, that bigger problem. Okay. Um, but you win your next three games. Yep. And Lloyd Wusu is on absolute fire. He is on fire, Lloyd Wusu. It um. Then you come up against another blue and white team. Oh, yeah. Huddersfield. Yep. What happens there? Hang on. Were you playing... I, I think... Uh, away to Huddersfield. Away yeah. to Huddersfield. I think, I think we wore the blue and yellow one. Yeah. I think. I it's think. a slightly... You can yeah. define that. Yeah. Uh, it's still mental. <laughs> it's, it's really... St- so, basically, we had... Uh, our kit manufacturers were... An Italian company called Area, yeah. So they they started off really well with us. Their first kind of three or four kits were brilliant, like generally genuinely some of the best kits we've ever had. Yeah, with early fifteen years. 
And then, yeah, the the latter ones were just awful. Like it, and it, and yeah, stuff like that was just an absolute absolute shambles, really. <laughs> and would have been, I think, um, the rise of online design. So like Photoshop. Oh yeah, yeah. So maybe this is just a theory. Um, I don't know if it'll be liable. Um, they are literally just sort of loading up the home kit. Yeah. And then just sort of clicking the palette. Colors. Yeah, it would have all been templates. Sort because of it wasn't it, it was stripes, right? Was yeah. it stripes? Yeah, so they're all, um, the home kit was kind of like slightly thinner stripes. The away one was like, I think maybe even just like blue, yellow, blue, or maybe like five, oh, three or five. And then um, the third kit was not all, all light blue. Yeah, the, the home kit was definitely thinner stripes than the away kit. And then... Because I think we had that away kit. I think that was a, we had that away kit for a couple of years. I think it might have been the... So not even after that did they go, we've got to do something about... No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we had it the following season. Again, <laughs> just thinking slightly more seriously, maybe the financial crash. Yeah. In that they've gone, we can't afford to buy another yeah. new kit. Yeah. Um. Just borrow Lester's. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, penultimate game is an impressive two-all mm. draw away to Huddersfield. Yeah. Which nowadays, that sounds really weird. Um, and you got the fate in your own hands. Yeah, so drawing that game meant that uh, a win on the final day would see us safe. Basically. And that's against Stockport County. Yep. Okay. Yep. So uh, were, yeah, they were. I think I think they went down that season. I think. Stockport. Okay. For Stockport. So um, let's try and take ourselves back there. Mm-hmm. Um, May you wouldn't be you wouldn't be back in Brighton yet, would you, for summer? No, I was. You I were? was definitely back in Brighton because I think um, me and two of my friends out with Dean, you could quite easily. Watch the game from outside the stadium without watching the game. Yeah, um, so we were, yeah, I think we were kind of peering in, leering. Yeah, um, so we were, we were there but not there. Okay. Yeah. What does one peering at a football game look like? Well, you can kind of like see about maybe a third of the pitch. Right, yeah. and the rest of it, you're sharing headphones. Yeah, or just kind of gauging from the f- crowd response what's going on. Whilst listening yeah. to songs about Jane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So do you want to talk me through the game or? Yep. So uh, importantly, Nicky Forster's back. So he, he is our best striker. Few. Yep. So he, and g- genuinely... He's he's one of my all time favourite Brighton strikers. He was he was exceptional. It's probably why we get on. Yeah, similar, similar. Because he played for obviously quite a Reading, big Reading yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. He's one of our great. Yeah, I can't say our people get Them. annoyed. Reading's <laughs> one of Reading's greatest. Yeah, players probably in the modern era. Yeah, modern. This is yeah. still modern. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um. 
So he, he's back. He's back in in the squad, and um, that was that was a big boost because you know Urusu and Hart were great, but um, and actually, I I do I really to this day really like Lloyd Urusu as a striker, um, and but before was our you know number one striker. I th- I think Murray might have been on the bench. Um, I think he was back as well. Um, but uh, anyway, so Gary Dicker, who was actually on loan from Stockport, playing against Stockport, um, collected the ball from kind of maybe about twenty five yards out or something like that. Um, uh, his shot was parried, and then Forster smashed it in. For the for the one goal one goal win one nil win and he shouted he ran off shouting it's me yeah it's me yeah um yeah a little so bit up himself he he I um I find him quite an interesting guy I listened to a, a podcast of him he's he's a very intense person yeah he does he does like um does a lot of like motivational speaking now. And he, yeah, he, a life coaching stuff like that. He's just got quite a, yeah, quite an intense way about him. So should we actually have a listen to him talking about that goal? Yeah, it was funny, and, and the way it panned out, I think all the fans were delighted that whoever scored. I was delighted that I scored, but the players were gutted that I scored. <laughs> quite an evil laugh. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, he's yeah, it's quite intense. Um, again, want to bring up the music because mm-hmm. uh, I showed you that earlier when it's when it's all going wrong, it's comedy music, yep. and then determination, Foles esque kind of, mm-hmm. let's go for it. That was clearly like General Army, World War Two yeah. hero music. So I think it's supposed to be like the Great Escape one, but they probably didn't get. It's a little bit like Great Escape, yeah. isn't it? Well, what, it's not Great Escape. <laughs> what was Great Escape? Yeah. I can't remember who it is, but they say uh, that there's an interview with them in coming up. There and said, "I've got this. Uh, I've got a film at home called The Great Escape, and a poster called The Great Escape, and now I've just achieved The Great Escape, <laughs> and it just cuts to something else." <laughs> Footballers aren't really known. I think that was Gary Hart. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Wow, you've watched this DVD far too many times. <laughs> it's it's something I always watch when I'm ill. I always stick it oh, on when I'm ill. I used to do that yeah. back in the day with the Man United 1999 treble winning DVD, <laughs> which was one of my dad's first three DVDs that he'd bought. Okay. Well, the other two? Oh, man. Notting Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. But, like, that was... Why? Okay, <laughs> not judging him. We are Brighton. We are Brighton. Super Brighton from the south. We are Brighton. Super Brighton. We are Brighton from the south. Seagulls. 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 You've done it. You've stayed up. Yep. And um, Russell Slade's a hero. Yep. Uh, obviously, you just heard there a little clip. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember the chant you used to sing about Russell Slade? Not you personally, perhaps. Um, yeah, about him not having hair. What was it? Oh, I'm not going to sing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there's a clip of it on the DVD. Yeah. And they're just throwing him in the air. Yeah. It's great. An- another classic pitch invasion. There's a lot of pitch invasions at with Dean. Yeah, it wasn't your f- it wasn't the greatest stadium in the world, no. but you were good at pitch invasions. Really good at pitch invasions. And actually, yeah. that's that. Yeah, that's got. You've done a fair few of them. Actually. Mm. Even up to now, I can think of quite a few in recent memory. Um, there's only uh, one at the Amex. There's only, only, oh, only one one pitch okay. invasion. Yeah, we got promoted. Um, but definitely with Dean, there's maybe like six or seven. There's quite a few. And any chance to celebrate, get on that pitch. Yeah, I think I think it's because um, the there's just lots of ways in because of the, the running track. You just kind of like it's, it's just really easy to get on the pitch. Talking of ways in, did you see slash hear about the streaker? Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. And did you know that yeah. they had stayed? They'd hidden inside the changing rooms overnight. No. Yeah. Well, that's quite creepy. That makes it quite sinister. Does it? Or is it just someone really determined? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd say that's quite... It yeah. is odd. Yeah. Um, streaking isn't what it used to be. No. It was used to be like, right, let's... Harmless fun. <laughs> Otherwise known as indecent exposure. Yeah. But like back in the day... Times were different yeah. back then. Yeah. If you wandered into the park and showed someone your bits, <laughs> oh, they're just messing P- around. Playful scamp. <laughs> so, um, so Brighton stayed up. Yep. In what was, um, by all accounts, the longest season. Yeah, it seemed to go on for about eight years, yeah. And it just must have been sort of like, I suppose having a really long illness. Yeah. And you're slightly getting better. Mm. And then... Uh, B-Man City in the cup. Yeah. But then Phil Rorsch next day, you sign Robbie Savage. And... Fall out of Russell Slade on the <laughs> computer. <laughs> um, so, how do you want to sum up the season? Well, it's... It, the legacy of that season, I think, is really important because... This, at this point, it's uh, there's two more seasons at Withdean after this before moving into the what is now the Amex and the thing they started construction in that season. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they actually uh, commemorated it. Yes. With a penalty shootout. Yes. Yeah. Where Dick Knight missed. scuffed one. Yeah, yeah. completely <laughs> fluffed it. Um, so if. If Brian had gone down that season, in 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 the real world, Brian, Brighton ended up playing the first season of the Amex in the Championship, and that was um, that meant they really hit the ground running. Crowds were really high from the off. Um, had Brian been relegated that season, could well have been starting life of the Amex in League Two, League or League One. Um, Realistically, probably not the championship. Um, Tony Bloom takes over as chairman that summer. W- would he have done that if we'd been in League Two? 
maybe, maybe not. Um, part of the reason for that is with the global financial crash, suddenly financing the stadium becomes very difficult. Um, so he basically steps in and pays for it in cash. As, as you do. Yeah, as you do. Spare. I think it's 90-something million pounds in cash was what he spent. And, um, what, and no taxman's checking it out then? Well, he's he's a very rich man. Yeah. So, um, so I'm obviously quite aware of Tony Bloom. Yeah. I wasn't so aware of the way he sounded. No, he doesn't do a colossal amount of media stuff, so... Because Paul Barber does most of the media yes. stuff, really. He's, that's all he, he's quite often talk sport, in it. So, uh, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know he does do a lot of... Um, so his, his family uh, have historically been very involved with the... Uh, so Hove has a long-standing Jewish population... And his family have been long-term kind of quite prominent members within that community. Uh, so he does do a lot of kind of charitable work with the Jewish community in, in Hove. Okay. So from that, it seems like a nice... Yeah, basically uh, I wasn't sure whether to uh, mention his uh, speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, he has got that. And he's quite short as well. But he's also like a 40-year-old billionaire, so... Mm. yeah. Hats off to you, Tony <laughs> Bloom. Um, so, we've made it through the season. Yeah. It's taken us two weeks. Yeah. Um, but what I really appreciate is, obviously, you know, the listeners will know I talk a lot about Tom makes me these notes. Mm-hmm. And he's actually kind of, I suppose you've left me like a, a parting paragraph. Okay. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. It just says, Tony Bloom takes over as chairman. That's got that yeah and then after a poor start to the following season including a 7-1 away loss to Huddersfield mm-hmm. Slade is sacked to replace yeah. Marcus Boyer yeah how quickly does the hero become the villain yeah it's sad really because um, obviously with, with Bloom taking over uh, we had quite a bit more money than we previously had so it wasn't just a case of signing anyone who was available and no one else wanted it was a case of we could actually go out and buy reasonably good players for that level um, and yeah never quite maybe the relationship between Slade and Bloom never quite clicked and I think Bloom probably wanted a slightly higher profile manager um, so yeah it wasn't that long into the season I think maybe October something like that when um, it took over um, and Poyer completely revolutionised the club really like the dimensions of the pitch of the Amex he chose the current dimensions were what he wanted the, you know the, the training ground was partly he was consulted on what he wanted to be the training ground to look like as a manager um, and obviously the following season Brighton actually absolutely ran away with the League One title um, and yeah, and then started life in the at the Amex in the Championship. Yeah. So it was it, was, it so that this season we've been talking about is was 
you know, real roller coaster, but it was in many ways vital. Vital. Most vital question for you, though, is mm-hmm. um, where was uh, Russell Slade sacked? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Yeah, where where does Tony? Well, Tony Room doesn't live in England, so he probably does a lot of it on Skype. In two thousand and eight, yeah, yeah. nine. Yeah, so I don't know where Russell Slade was sacked. Do let us know. Yeah, if you know where was Russell Slade sacked? <laughs> Show uh, Alvin being and gone. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I'll say that I've actually enjoyed these two last weeks mm-hmm. the most so far. Cool. It's been really good fun. It w- it was it was quite a fun season in some ways, but yeah. 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 Well. We'll see you again next week. Yeah. Uh, for some more. Yeah, I'm not sure what we're talking about next week. I haven't decided yet. Well. We'll have I. I can't remember. <laughs> well, you did send me a list. Yeah. What's on the list? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's pre-internet. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> there was just a couple of minutes left. Brighton had to hang on with 10 men. And here come Palace now. That's a nice pass into the area. Need to get a shot away. There's the drive. Oh, it's crept in. Sensational 90th minute. Palace ahead for the first time in the game with seconds remaining, surely that's all three points for the visitors.